alone. The Lord never leaves me to be ashamed. I thank God for his faithfulness for over 10 years. God has never changed. He has always saw my interests. He has always made a way out of no way. He has always been gentle and loving. And he taught me his wisdom. I think the wisdom of God is the most important thing that we need in life. And I just thank God for not only teaching me his wisdom through his word, but also through life situations. Um, and I just thank God that, wow, like, he is so present. And I just, and whoever out there is listening to my testimony, I just want to encourage you that God is real. And God, he's a loving father. And I seek God every single day of my life. He's the first thought that I have when I work, wake up in the morning. And he's my the last thought that I have when I go to bed at night. And... I just see, I just, I just have seen through me diligently seeking him, through me reaching out for him, through my, through me asking him questions before I make decisions in my life. I have seen him answer me. I have seen him correct me. I have seen him strengthen me. Even when times I felt like I couldn't do it in myself. So I just want to give God all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. And one thing about him, even at the lowest times of my life, he never left me to be ashamed. So I just want to just glorify him. I just want to praise him. I just want to thank him. I just want to thank him for not leaving me or forsaking me, not even in the midst of a storm. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that powerful testimony. I uh, just wanted to say hello to all those that's joining in, joining in online and listening through um, through wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the radio, whether it's on um, uh, the podcast or iTunes or Amazon or um, wherever you listen to this, Google, Google Play. We're on many different platforms in Internet land. We just want to say God bless you. Welcome to the Fire Realm. Remember, you can always go to FireRealmGlobal.com and be able to take advantage of more resources. We have videos as well. We have also free gifts with your donation that we would like for you to have. Um, so uh, just, just as you're being a support to this ministry, and we believe that as you sow, that God will turn your seed into 30, 60, 100 fold blessing. We're believers in that here. So we want to also send you a free gift series that we have with your donation. We have many gift series that we will make available for you. Uh, so, so many of them. So we just want to bless you just for you being a support. Uh, here at the Fire Room, if you also need prayer, you can also email us. Uh, just go to our website as well, F-I-R-E-R-E-A-L-M, global.com, or send us an email to firerealminfo at gmail.com. Um, so that's firerealminfo at gmail.com. Send your prayer request and we would definitely pray for you. And you can be able to um, receive prayer receive prayer from us so so amen we thank god today um also another announcement for if you don't know already we have a prayer cd from this ministry and also an album for my wife golden that we have worked very hard on that you can be able to uh take advantage of uh it's it's uh you, for the album itself it's it's available on iTunes it's called Golden from Death to Life you can download that 
it's on um, Amazon as well all the major platforms Google Play Google Music you can download that uh, for the prayer CD you can send us a, a message or you can go to YouTube and listen to it as well it's absolutely free uh, you can go ahead and, and listen to it and enjoy it for your prayer time it's about 30 minutes so you can take that time to just pray and um, and include that that uh, prayer CD in your time of worship let me tell you something if you need breakthrough that's the prayer CD you want to have that you want to play during your own prayer and worship time so uh, that's the uh, announcements we want to also do a huge announcement um, for um, for our partner company royalties investments uh, where we're helping people with financial literacy that those who need to uh, if you're not if you're not uh, we believe here first off at the fire room that God is also involved in your financial affairs he's also wants to be involved in your business affairs and how you deal with your money and how you plan for your future that's the type of God that we serve it's clear in Scripture in the life of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and many others in the Bible uh, who uh, the Bible talks about preparing uh, your life for your children and letting your children have an inheritance so royalties investments is a company that gives financial literacy talks about investments talk about your future talks about credit so if you want to take advantage of that you can go to royaltiesinvestments.com uh, it's our partner company here at the fire room we want to give a shout out to them for how they're helping also um, churches and the people of God with this valuable information so you can go to royalties investments is R O Y A L T Y S investments.com and you can find out information at that website so um, so so we're gonna go ahead and get right into it uh, into the word today it's gonna be a real treat today the message I hope you have your pencil and pads ready or you have your um, digital devices to take notes and we will go ahead and get started we're gonna be talking about it's really a teaching today and we're gonna be talking about the uh, the seasons of God that's the title of this message today we're gonna be talking about the seasons of God now uh, I'm not gonna be for I'm, I'm it's not going to be this message is not going to be too long today uh, I think that it's it's a real clear understanding and clear teaching that some of us may have the wisdom of God in you venturing into your life and as you go forward in life one of the things that some of us uh, who's listening today that you don't know God has called me as a prophet where uh, I don't just function as a pastor or um, or what you know the titles that God has given me over the years but um, I function as also a prophet which means God deals with me prophetically he also deals with me about things in the future things uh, to come he deals with me about times and seasons and things like that usually you'll find someone who has a prophetic gift on their lives that God would deal with them prophetically he will show them what he's doing he'll lead them into and it's a spiritual gift. It's a gift that's given by the Holy Spirit, the prophetic gift. Uh, this gift is very powerful for na navigating throughout life. Uh, for those, if, when it's used correctly, it can be a great blessing to the church and to the house of God. And when I say church, I'm talking about people. I'm not talking about a building. It can be a great blessing to the people of God. In, the, in their everyday life the prophetic gift can be a blessing for your business it could be a blessing for your relationships for your marriage for your children the prophetic gift can over your life can 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 um, also function through dreams where it, uh, it it be used through the Holy Spirit to show you what God is doing so you don't miss God and a lot of people today they miss God in the form of opportunities in the form of open doors and so many other arenas. So you don't want to miss God. 
You want to be in step with what God is doing in your life. So, so I wrote this down. Uh, let me get it here. And it says, as we're talking about the seasons of God, I wrote down that it's important to know times and seasons in the spirit. It's important. It's important for you as a child of God to know times and seasons in the spirit in what God is doing in your life. It's important. How do we know that it's important? Because we have seen many instances, or if not already, you've probably experienced this where you felt like, have you felt like you missed God? Have you ever felt like you looked back and said, man, I wish I, I should have listened to the Holy Spirit. Man, I wish I would have stepped out on faith in this situation. Man, I wish I would have uh, uh, joined this ministry because now this ministry is doing great things. I wish that I didn't marry this person and listen to the... I wish I would have listened to the Lord and not marry this person. I wish I didn't take this business deal and listen to God. Have you ever seen people... In those situations. Well, if you have, I guarantee you it's because they didn't understand the importance of knowing the times and seasons in the spirit, in the spiritual realm. So, so we see that it's important to know the times and seasons because we can see other people's lives and because of what we heard or seen. So it's important when you know the times and seasons of God and the spirit, you, 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 it's, it's, it's important because you can be in a place of preparation and shifting with God. I wrote these down for preparation. Number one, for shifting with God. Number two, understanding number three and development. When you know the timings the times and seasons of God in the spirit, you'll, you'll, you'll be in a place for preparation. You can prepare yourself for shifting with God. You can shift when God shifts in your life. You have an understanding of, of, of what's going on in your life. And you'll be willing to be developed in the season that God has you in. Okay? So, so I'm going to show you in the scripture... How, how all the way, even in, even when God first established the earth, when this earth was first created, right? God established times and seasons. How do we know that? If you go to Genesis, let me grab it here for a second. I'll read from 3 all the way to 8. It says, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let, the, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Now, I want to highlight this because if you notice, God began to differentiate and make a difference between the heaven and the earth. Then he began to make a difference between the evening and the morning. Okay? So, that tells us that God made a difference in what was nighttime and daytime. Okay? So, why is that so important? Because that's showing that God is the one who created daytime and nighttime. He's the one who orchestrated the whole thing. So that shows you something about God. 
that he's the God that makes a difference between when it's daytime and when it's nighttime. Not only that, but he also, the, I'm not going to go into it, but the Bible says that he, he also established the, 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 um, the, the, the seasons in verse 15. I'm sorry, in verse 11, he said, uh, I'm sorry, verse 14. He said, then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. So what does that tell you about God? That God is the type of person that even when he established the earth from the beginning of when time began, he wanted, he wanted human beings to know the difference in seasons. For example, when he created the, 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 the plants, the animals, some animals, you probably heard about it, bears hibernate. Not in summertime, but in wintertime. So the bears know the seasons and they flow with the seasons that God has established. You probably heard about that. Even certain animals, certain animals or insects, they gather in certain seasons and times expecting for the winter. They, 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 they flow with God in what he established. Also, the plants. There are plants that they don't give out their leaves in the winter time. All you see is the bark and the branches. Why? Because even they respect the seasons and times that God has established. And when it's springtime, what do they do? They obey what God has established and they start springing forth flowers in the specific time that God established it. So what does that tell you about God? That, that tells you about God that if you, that God established the times and seasons of the earth. Not only that, but he established times and seasons in the spiritual realm for our lives and for, 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 for God's people. I'll show you that in the scripture. But that tells me that if you don't respect the times and seasons of God, you can be dressing for summertime spiritually, but it's wintertime spiritually. And what will happen to you? You end up freezing in the cold spiritually because you don't know the time and season that God has established. So I wrote this down. God established the earth in times and seasons and sea time and harvest. These are principles in the earth realm. For example, even when you plant a seed, you plant a seed in the ground and you expect that after a certain amount of times and seasons that pass, you expect a harvest. That's a law. That's a spiritual law. Yes, an earth that no, no, that that doesn't just apply to the earth, but it also applies spiritually. The Bible says, whatever a man sow, that he should also reap. The Bible says God is not mocked. So, so, so while, so I'll give you another scripture, verse, uh, uh, Genesis chapter eight, verse 22. Here's what it says. It says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer and day and night shall not cease. So that's so so that's telling you that these things that God has established, He's saying, these aren't gonna stop. I establish these in the earth. And those that disrespect my times and seasons in the earth, the earth itself will be against them. For example, mess around and go to the go 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 to mess around and go to um go and dress. When it's summertime, dress in heavy, heavy clothes, what's going to happen to you? You're going to literally be in, uh, 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 how you call it? You're going to sweat to death and be hot and, uh, and get sick and, and die or whatnot. But, but these are the things that would happen to you 
because you're not respecting the times and seasons that God has established. So what does that have to do with spiritually? Well, when you know the times and seasons of God, you will be like what Abraham did. Abraham, in the scripture, he knew the times and seasons concerning his life, concerning his wealth, his children, and the shiftings of God. I can prove it to you. Genesis chapter 24, verses 1 through 10, we're going to read, and we're going to see how Abraham, he knew that spiritually, he had to know the times and seasons of God. They wasn't just for the earth. They were also for how they tell you. Remember, these things tell you something about how God is. The type of way he thinks. He thinks in times and seasons. He thinks in, in seasons and seed time and harvest. That's the type of person he is. So if that's the type of person he is, you can expect in your spiritual life, that God will think the same way. And I can show you here that Abraham knew the times and seasons spiritually for his life, his wealth, his children. And when God was shifting in his life and he was prepared for it. We're going to read in verse 1 through 10. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, Please put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell, but you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. Ten. And the servant said to him, Perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son back to the land from which you came? But Abraham said to him, Beware! that you do not take my son back there. The Lord God of heaven who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family and who spoke to me and swore to me saying to your descendants, I give this land. He will send his angel before you and you shall take a wife for my son from there. And if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be released from this oath. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning this matter. So here it is. We can see that Abraham knew that, that it was it was it was time for and 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 I want to highlight this that he don't he 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 knew that it was time for him to pass on his wealth and that it was time for his son to be married and and and, and that God in the spiritual realm would even send an angel of the Lord before his servant to make sure that everything goes smoothly for the transition. So, 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 so here it is that Abraham, he see that he's getting old, right? He can see in time of his life that he needs to do something. That he needs to, he needs to do something concerning his son, his wealth, and even his son's wife, future wife. That he needs to, he needed to understand that the time has changed. See, and that's how it is for the believer today. See, when you see in your life that certain things are going a certain way, and you notice that you're feeling uncomfortable about where your life is, it could be that God has is trying to shift you. He's trying to shift you in a 
new arena, a new direction. And some people, they're not paying attention to what God is doing. They're not paying attention that God is, is preparing them. Not only is he preparing them, but he's also giving them understanding of this next level. God is a God where he, you know, like Abraham, Abraham is moving into another level. Which means, what is that next level? The next level of passing his inheritance, his wealth to his children. See, God is not just focused on you. He's focused on your children. And some people, especially in the church today, they're not thinking about their children today. They're thinking about their own finances, their own lives. They're not thinking about their children's future. Have you ever thought about your children's salvation? Your children's future. In other words, when they get of age, are they going to be prepared spiritually for what this world sends at them? For those who don't know that this world is very hostile toward Christians. Whether you're white, black, Hispanic, or wherever your background is, African, Russian, Asian. Understand that this world is hostile toward the believer. It's hostile. In other words, you won't protect your children from persecution at school. You can't protect your children from persecution and ridicule and jealousy and envy and, and, and lies at their workplace. So if you haven't prepared your children for the, for the wickedness that's in this world, guess what? You're not preparing yourself for the shifting of God in your life. How are you preparing your children? God may have some of us in a season of development. And he's saying that I need you to be developed in your character. I need you to be developed in your mind. Be developed in your, in your education. Some of us are in school and God's saying, I need you to be developed. That when you get into your career, you'll know what to do. Not just educational wise and for your career. But also spiritually. It's not just about your education. It's also about what God is doing with you spiritually. He wants to use your career to save souls at your workplace. So if you don't understand these things that God is doing, you're unprepared for the shift and the seasons of God. So Abraham, he didn't want to be unprepared. So he said, let me prepare myself. Let me prepare my child and let me even go into prayer that God will send his angel for this season of preparation. See, do you know that God would even in, the, in certain seasons of your life send an angel across your life? In other words, some of us may be in spiritual warfare. You're in a season of great warfare. And God is saying that you need to be prepared for this season and start saying, God, send your warring angels. I need some help. Like Daniel, Lord, that, 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 that I need some help. I need you to send your angel, Father God. There's a war in the heavens, even concerning my spiritual and my prayer life. Lord, send your angels, God. So I won't miss what you're doing in this season of my life of warfare. See, it's very important for you to understand the times and seasons. Like Abraham, he's the father of faith. The Bible calls him, he's the father of faith. And he understood that in order for him to go to this next level in God, he needed to, to understand and move with God in the times and seasons. Let's, leave, let's look even further about the times and seasons of God. In Daniel chapter 2, verses 21, this is what it says. Daniel chapter 2. Verses 21. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removed kings and rises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. So here it is even further. This is the prophet Daniel. He's speaking very clearly, and if you read the story, this is right after he interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Nebuchadnezzar at that time, he was, he was the most powerful king in the whole world. Matter of fact, nations feared him. You think 
You think Egypt was something where you dig up the, the bones of the pharaohs and you see their gold and, and, and silver and all what Egypt had. Well, Egypt feared Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar was a mighty king that God gave uh, 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 that God gave all power to. He was chosen by God in that time. And Daniel the prophet was used to interpret his dream that he could understand. He was a big dreamer guy. He was a guy that believed in dreams. Isn't that interesting today? Nebuchadnezzar, who was a wicked king, and he was wicked in a sense, but God still chose him. Even he believed in dreams, but we have some men of God and pastors across America who don't believe that God can speak through dreams. Isn't that interesting? That God spoke to a wicked king through dreams, but yet you have the church today who's more wiser than God saying that God doesn't speak through dreams. No, let me tell you something. If that's happening in your church, you need to pray for that pastor because... He is full of pride and arrogance to say that God doesn't speak through dreams today. And it's very clear that he spoke to Nebuchadnezzar, who was a wicked king. And God said that I wanted, I'm using Nebuchadnezzar for my purpose. But God spoke to him. So why can't God speak to you as a child of God? So, so notice I want to highlight, look what Daniel said. He said, and he changes times and seasons. So God changes times and seasons. And he wasn't talking about winter and spring here. He was talking about what God does in the spiritual realm. So in the spiritual realm, the Bible, the Bible connects times and seasons with the removal of kings and people in power. <laughs> Catch that in the spirit That you're telling me that, 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 that In the spiritual realm God connects the removal Of powerful men in the earth With times and seasons Spiritually And I'm telling you according to the scripture Yes It's very clear When God removes a king He looks at it as He looks at it as He's changing a season so that means in your life, if you see individuals that have a level of authority that God has removed, could it be that God is saying, I'm removing and changing a season in your life? Hallelujah. See, some of us, God has set certain people as a taskmaster in your life. In other words, they cause you problems, but you still got to respect and honor because you know that God put him in that position and you got to respect the authority. But the thing is, you, 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 you noticing too that God is cutting the influence off that king and off that person of authority in your life. Why? Because he's changing a season. He's saying your season has changed. Why? Because it may be that you're in a season of promotion. See, and I wrote this down. Seasons of promotion and removing the remo and removal of enemies out of our lives. That 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 is showing you the seasons of God. In other words, you'll notice a season of great promotion. You'll notice a season when God is removing enemies or people out your life. I like to call them dream killers. People who destroy the dreams of God of your life. God has given you dreams or visions and, and those people, their words and their influence, they're like an enemy of the promises of God. God is removing them out of your life because your season has changed. And you got to be aware of that. And look what else it says. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. So if you're wise, you have understanding, God is going to give you wisdom and knowledge. But if you're not wise, God is not giving you anything. Have you ever seen people where you wish that you, you kind of say, you know, that's common sense. Well, they don't have it. 
They don't have common sense. Why? Because God hasn't given them wisdom because of their refusal to acknowledge the seasons of God. The Bible says he gives, he gives wisdom to the wise. So they think they're wise already, so God's not going to give them any wisdom. They think they have understanding already, so God is not going to give them knowledge. Let's go on even further. We're going to see how even Jesus Christ himself, he understood the spiritual times and seasons. I can show you here. Jesus knew the season for his promotion. Catch this and catch this in the spirit. In Matthew chapter 17 verses 22, he knew that he began to predict when he would die and rise again. The people around him didn't 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 think he'll ever die. Didn't even think he'll ever go away. In other words, they they were like, "Oh, here it is. The Messiah has come to rescue us from Rome." Surely he's coming to usher in the eternal and everlasting kingdom of God that will last forever that we've been waiting for since the time of David. And that's what they thought. But they didn't know that there was a season for Jesus's promotion in the form of death and resurrection. And Jesus began to declare this. He began to prophesy about his death and resurrection. That was a prophecy he gave at that time. I can prove it to you. In other words, when he began to tell people, they were, were even his own disciples were like, oh, that's not going to happen to you, Jesus. What are you doing prophesying this? See, and they, even in your own life, you would begin to speak things that God is about to do in your life for a season of your promotion. But even people around you, even in the church, won't believe because it's so far-fetched. From their own minds. So, verse 22 and 23 says, Now while they were standing in Gal staying in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and the third day he will be raised up, and they were exceedingly sorrowful. So, so that tells us, that even Jesus knew that his time would come. But here's the promotion. He would rise again. And all power will be in his hands. He knew the season for his promotion. Let's go on further. Even with the men of David. First Chronicles chapter 12 verses 32. Another group of men. of It says right here. Of the sons of Issachar. Who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. So here's another scripture about a group named the sons of Issachar who had understandings of the times. And when they understood the times and seasons, look what happened. They were able to know what Israel, God's people, were to do. So when you don't know the times and seasons of God, you don't know what to do. You don't know what, where to go. You have no direction. Now that's not how God wants you to live. If you're in a place in your life you don't know what God is doing, guess what? You're in a bad place. God is making very clear to you today that you don't know the times and seasons. That you think you're wise, but you're not. You think you have understanding, but you don't. Because according to scripture, he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. And you will know what to do when you understand the times. So if you're in a place of confusion, or you see someone in a place of confusion, you need to tell them, hey, you need to seek after God. You need to shut things down and seek the face of the Lord so you can know the season of your life and what God is saying for your life and where God is leading you so he can give you the wisdom you need so you know what to do. Can you see the danger of not knowing the time and seasons of God? Can you see the importance of understanding the season that you're in spiritually? Because you can miss God. And you cannot be prepared for what God wants to do. 
So let's go on further. We're going to see how not knowing the times and seasons, it can cause you to miss what God is doing and saying for your life. John chapter 5 verses 1 through 15. We're going to read that. And we're going to see what happens when you don't know the times and seasons and how long you can remain in that same place and miss what God is saying and doing. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Beth, Beth, Bethsaida, having five porches. And these lay a great multitude of sick people, Blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time in the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now came a man was there who had an infirmity 38 years when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. So if you notice, this man was in this place in his life for 38 years. That means he not only was he in this place, what was this place? This place of sickness. You can be in a place of torment, because that's what sickness does. You can be in a place of torment, of hindrance. Set back for literally, like this man, for 38 years. That means he remained in a specific season of his life for 38 years. And look what happened. He, instead of him uh, 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 taking advantage of the opportunity to get out of this place and season of his life, he... Was he, he had a mentality of depending on somebody else to to usher him in, usher him into a new season. In other words, in other words, in this place of sickness, he remained. All he 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 had he was depending on somebody else to 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 uh to uh lead him into the water to say into a new season and time of his life. Because when you when you walk. And you're able to move around. It's a new time in your life. You're, you're doing something you couldn't do before. Have you ever been there? Where you felt like you was in a specific position in your life. Or spiritually. And you was in that place. You've been in that place for years. And you feel like only somebody else can help you out of that time of your life. What God is saying to you. That you're in the wrong position. He's saying to you that, 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 that he's asking you, do you want to be made well? In other words, if you keep depending on other people to lead you out of that season of your life and, and, and not making a decision for yourself, if you keep depending on others, you're going to stay there. You're going to stay in that depression. You're going to stay in that rough marriage. You're going to stay in that... Uh, 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 unsuccessful business. You're going to stay in that financial position. Your kids are going to stay in that place. Your mind is going to stay in that place. Your depression is going to stay in your life. Your sickness is going to stay in your life. Your oppression is going to stay in your life. Your stagnancy and not hearing God is going to stay in your life. Because why? Because you made a decision to depend on people. 
and see what is happening. That's what happening to that's what what's happening to you is what's happening to this man. For 38 years he remained in a place of infirmity, sickness in his life. And he watched other people get blessed. He watched other people take advantage of the angel that came when the waters were stirred up. He, he, he watched other people get blessed. He watched other people get the testimonies, get the miracles. Have you ever been there before? Where you watched other people get miracles from God. Or you watch other people get, get, get the encounters from God. Or you watch other people get married. Or you watch other people have a successful relationship where they're saying that God blessed me with this marriage. Or God blessed me with this business. Or you, or, or you watched and you seen what has happened to them. And you say, God, that can never be me because I need someone to help me go into that pool of a new season. See, if you keep depending on people, you're going to miss the opportunity that God is Bringing your way. See, I see it all the time. Some people will say, oh, you know, uh, uh, that preacher there or whatnot or that ministry there, they're always looking for money or they're always looking for, 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 some, type of, for some type of offering. Well, maybe that will explain why you're still broke. Because the Bible says if you sow sparingly, that means if you give to the work of God only a little bit, God will bless you financially only a little bit. In other words, have you ever thought about this? That the lights need to stay on at that church. That the bills need to be paid. The gospel needs to be preached. More people need to get more tracts and printouts and that costs money. Have you ever thought about that? But yet you have a problem with that. Have you ever thought about the fact that other people are being made well and you're still sick because you don't want to quote the scripture and get into the word of God or what God has to say about sickness? If you're having trouble sleeping at night and you're hearing people have testimonies how God has restored their sleeping pattern from a devil that was trying to keep them from rest. Have you ever studied the habits that they did? They anointed themselves before they went to bed. They went for prayer. They quoted the scripture out loud and began to attack that spirit of oppression that was attacking their lives. See, see, like this man, for 38 years he's seen the power of God, but never experienced the power for himself because, his, because he didn't take advantage of the season of God. You got to take advantage of the season that's passing along your way. Some people, uh, even through this message today, God is opening you up a new season for miracles. A new season of walking into your destiny. A new season of walking into another level in God through this message by saying you need to be sensitive to the times and seasons. He's, us, he, 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 he's opening up for you, but you have been in that place for so long that he's saying, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? So verse 7, I'm going to read it here. The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. Excuse. He made an excuse. When the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take your bed, and walk. God is saying to some of us, Stop blaming people. Stop waiting for this and waiting for that opportunity. You, you, you're sitting by waiting and the years are passing you by. You'll notice that some of us, even, even your, 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 your gray hair, you, you know, you're starting to get gray hair. Time is passing you. The seasons are passing you. And God is saying, when are you going to rise up, take your bed and walk? For some of us, you're taking your bed and walk may mean, when are you going to start remaining celibate until marriage? And watching other people get, get married and have wonderful families while you remain single. For some of us, God is saying, when are you going to give him your business? You're watching other people get 
miracles for their business and God is growing their business because they're obeying the laws of finances and sowing for their business. When are you going to take up your bed and walk? In other words, when are you going to take up your business and walk? For some of us, God wants to get, put you into ministry. You're watching other, others receive miracles in their families, salvations, and they're laying hands on the sick, and, they, and the sick people are getting well, or you're hearing testimonies how they're having encounters with angels, and God is speaking to them, and they're saying, the Lord has spoken to me and told me to do this, and, and I've seen that God's word came to pass, and he used me to speak it. When are you going to take up your spiritual life and walk, says the Lord. So, so see, we you 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 can see here that 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 this times and seasons thing it goes it goes really deep. This man, thirty eight years passed him by, and he missed time after time after time where the seasons of God came. Isn't it interesting? The, the angel of the Lord was a symbolic sign in the spiritual realm of a season he, that has come. And that same angel is that angel that came with Abraham. When Abraham said that let, let the angel of the Lord go before the servant of the Lord so that season can come to my son Isaac's life. I don't want that. Oh my God. I don't want. I don't want the season of God to pass my son Abraham. I mean, my son Isaac, Abraham was saying. So God, send your angel. And, that, and, and another angel came in this scenario. But he came. But this angel came with healing. A season of healing. For the first time with Abraham, he came for a, for, for, for a season of success, prosperity, open doors, a new relationship, a divine connection. Oh my God. See, 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 that angel came to usher in that season, but now it's saying another angel has come in this scripture to usher in a season for healing. So that tells me that God can send an angel in your season of people's lives to bring in a season of prosperity, of healing, of open doors and opportunity. Are you missing your seasons that God is sending his angels for you? Look what else this verse says. We're going to read in verse 9 and 10. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed, and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore sought to him who was cured. It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. Now, watch this. That doesn't mean, if you notice, he had to, because he couldn't walk. Why would Jesus say take up your bed and walk? Because with the word, he had to take the word by faith and make an attempt to step into the new season that God had brought in his life, which is a season of walking in her new in healing. And so 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 if you if even for uh, even for your own life, you may walk into a new season of your life, but look what happened. Not everybody in not everybody liked what happened for this man. The religious people came out and they begin to attack him and say it's not lawful for you to carry your bed and walk. They overlooked the new season he stepped in of healing because it didn't match how they saw his life. In other words, they expected him to stay in a place of sickness even in that Sabbath day. And that means even for your life, even when you step into a new season or you step into a new place, that doesn't mean everybody's going to like it. Matter of fact, it's going to expose and show the people that God is separating you from. God is, see, see, God was separating this man from the religious order. 
And when he stepped into a new season of his life for healing, he made very clear that these are not the religious voices that you need in your life. You need to hear only the word of the Lord only because it's it that religious voice is sent to hinder you in this new season of healing. And so you got to recognize that in your own life. You got to recognize when the voices around your life are hindrance to your season that God has you in. If you got people around your life that you notice it's always a conflict with what God is doing in your life, you need to stay away from them. And you need to be very clear and have a clear mind about what's happening to you. You're in a new season and you're experiencing conflict. Why? Because these voices are a hindrance to your season. So you got to act accordingly. Doesn't mean hate them. But it means respectively separate yourself. Separate yourself. So we're going to read to verse 15 and close out here. He answered them. He who made me well said to me, take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? But the one who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn a multitude being in that place. After Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, see, you have been made well, sin no more lest a worse thing come upon you. Then, I'm sorry, the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Now I want to dissect this thing step by step and show you how even when Jesus said, take up your bed and walk, the man didn't know who healed him. He didn't even know who Jesus was. So that can tell you something. Just by associating with the anointing or being around Christ or that angel of the Lord, you can experience you can experience the power of God in what never happened before in your life. So that means if you just associate yourself with the anointing, if you surround yourself with anointed men and women of God, or you surround yourself with the word of the Lord for, for, for the supernatural, or for breakthrough, or for prosperity, or whatever it is. You can experience the power of God just by association. Maybe that explains why so many people stay stuck in their lives because of their association. See, I like to get around people who are successful in the anointing or even in business or, or whatever arena in their life, relationships, what I like to pull from them. Why? Because you can you can experience the benefits just by association, just by being around the anointing. You know, one of my uh, uh, mentors that I have different mentors in my life. Um, so many, so many men and women of God I've have been around over the years. I've noticed I just been around them and just. Ex- just, you know, kind of soak up the anointing from their lives. And I notice that same blessing falls on my life. Why? Because of association. If you show me your association and I can show you your future and the next season of your life. In other words, if you get around people who talk about prosperity a lot. Prosperity in relationships, finance, whatever the arena. I guarantee you're going to experience those blessings or even or even the anointing. If you show me your association when it comes to the anointing, I can you can I can show you that some of that anointing is going to flow into your life. Why? Because it's automatic. Like this man, he was just associated with Christ and he experienced a new season of healing. And notice what Jesus said if you sin no more or less something worse will come upon you. So the reason why he was in that state for so long is because he had some level of hindrance 
and sin that he tolerated in his life. Do you know your own mindset and the way you think can cause you to stay stuck because you tolerate those thought patterns in your life? For example, you can remain stuck for years because of your thought patterns and you refuse to let them go. See, whatever this area was in this man's life, it was sin. That means he had to have think a certain way and lived a certain way that caused him to remain stuck for 38 years. So his thinking patterns was the problem. And that's why he had to have the word of the Lord to give him a new perspective on his life. Take up your bed and walk. And he had to make a decision in his heart to obey that word. So he had to let go of mindset and embrace another one. If you have certain mindsets in your life, that may be the very things that's keeping you stuck in that season. You got to let go that mindset. God is saying, take up your bed and walk. He's saying, step out on faith. Step out in new arena. Study his word. Step out on his word. And, and or, 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 or it will get worse and not better. So verse 15 said the man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. So so when you so just like this man, when you experience a new season of your life, you'll begin to tell others. You can't keep it to yourself. It will start affecting other people. Just like if you're in a season of drought, it will affect those around you. If you if so 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 it's very important to understand the seasons of God because if you understand that the seasons that you're in, you can flow with God. You can move with God. You can be in a proper preparation and those around you can be able to take it to, to, to experience the and see the blessings that God is doing in your life as well. So, so that's the word for today. I hope it, it bless you. But I want to highlight just just something real important. That can you see the importance of knowing the seasons of God and knowing the timing of God? But it, and if you do know the seasons of God and the timings of the Lord, you'll flow with God. And walk into new seasons, new dimensions, new places in your spiritual life that will bless you and bless others like this man. I'm sure that when he told the other Jews and other people about his experience, I'm sure they wanted to know about Jesus. They wanted to know about God. They wanted to know about what God was doing in this man's, uh, um, what God was doing and uh, uh, and how it can also affect their lives. So so that will cause people to... Let me tell you something. When people see what God is doing in your life. And how God is moving in your life. It'll want, it'll, it will provoke them to want to see God for themselves. It's, it's, it comes automatically. So, so that's the word for today. I hope you were blessed. I hope that. It calls you to have a new perspective about what God is doing in your life. I hope that it will cause you to analyze your life and to really see that God, he's moving, he's doing something, and you don't want to miss what he's doing. So, so right where you are, I want to say a special prayer for all those listening, especially if you're in a season of your life where, where you need to know the seasons of God. You need to know where God is taking you. And you are in a season of promotion and you need prayer stepping into that new season. So, Father God, I just pray for all those listening to this recording today, this message today. I pray that they may know the seasons of God. I pray that they may flow with God, with your Holy Spirit. That they may not miss what you're doing and saying for their lives, I pray that they may let go any mindset that is hindering them in their lives. I pray, Lord, that every, if whether it's sin or every mindset that is keeping them stuck, 
I pray that they may let it go and that you will expose every mindset that is keeping them where they are. Those that's entering into new seasons, Lord, I pray that you will strengthen them and cause them to flourish in the season of their harvest. In the name of Jesus, Lord, seasons of their promotion. In Jesus' name, bless them, Father God, that, Lord, that they may keep in step with you. That as you bless them, others around them may be blessed and see the hand of the Lord. God, I thank you in the name of Jesus, and I pray this special prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And for those that's listening, and you would like to, you were so blessed, and you would like to uh, be a blessing in this ministry, I want to I want to send you whether you whether you uh, uh, give a, a financially or you don't. I want to send you a free gift. If this message has blessed you, uh, uh, contact our ministry and and we will send you the Wisdom Collection. It's a serious collection we have put together that will aid you concerning this topic. So just send us a message and we'll send you send it to you absolutely free. Uh, through your email or whatnot, contact the ministry. But I think it's very important, uh, and I want to just bless you today with that free gift series, along with this message. So God bless you. God bless everyone. I hope you have a great, great day, and that you continue to keep in step with what God is saying and doing in your life. And may His angels guide you in those new seasons. In Jesus' name, Amen.